Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Alana, you definitely on that microphone. And someone's breathing very loudly. But other than that, we're all good. Well, Lisa's growing your nephew. It's probably you know, me. It's quite hard work. <laughs> when I can, when I'm doing videos of the house and I watch them back, <laughs> stop it. When I'm doing videos of the house and I watch it back, I was going to say that to you, Lisa. Even. I'm like, who's the fucking Gruffalo? And welcome to Shit, I'm Married, a Twin. We are the podcast that chats all things family. I'm married to one, friends, I'm best friends with the other. I'm Luke Kempner, in brackets, West End star. And I'm joined by my wife. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> McBarland Kempner. Wife to West End star. Uh, my sister-in-law. <laughs> this episode's going to be fucking unbearable, isn't it? <laughs> say your name. Lisa Bardell. <laughs> no, say it like this. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Bardell, sister in law to West End. <laughs> Star. <laughs> Hello, welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Shit. I married a twin. Lovely to have you back. Um, we're all very much still apart. I'm in Edinburgh, Lana's at home, and Lisa's in neighbor's house yes the neighbor's house yeah um we've got lots of things to catch up in this week we've managed to log into the emails so we do have some emails have you, have I, you re- I literally i literally just thought you were going to say and there's none <laughs> no there is there is some okay, i'm not going to tell you how Amazing. many because remember the 10th emailer is going to win that shabby copy of uh the uh, what would you call what's it called the history of the olsen twins or something what is it yeah. it's a, What's it actually called? Is it just the Olsen twins? I don't know. Is it, is it, is it here? Is it near me? Well, uh, you, you live there. I haven't lived there for weeks. I'll get it in a minute. No, you're not coming back. I have a lot of attitude and everything to go by. Locks um, have been changed. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> but, um, no, so it's looks, uh, all... Looks, looks gagging to mention his news. No, I'm not. Oh, no, that's a very nasty thing to say. We should be celebrating it. And to be fair just... to Alana, she's had a tough morning because I... I'm still not sleeping massively well up here in Edinburgh. Um, waking up at. Sort of... <laughs> oh my God, oh I God, literally oh didn't God. get to the point where I was feeling sorry for myself. I was actually going to be nice to you. 
you little bitch. <laughs> I said, I was going to say, I'm still waking up really early, but I FaceTime Alana and Ari. And then like this morning, Ari was just like full on tantrums about everything. Just like, no, open it, open it. Alana opening it. No, open it, open it, opening it. No. And then I was just like, Alana just kept like just smiling at the camera and actually dealing with it better than I would have done. But I was just what's like, her, oh What's God. her problem? Don't know. She woke up at 5 a.m. on the wrong side of the cot, honey. Yeah. I was like, Ujjayi breathing is needed today. <laughs> she was like, I made her <laughs> kiwi Ujjayi porridge breathing. and she was like, Ujjayi breathing. It's like, <laughs> 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 you know what Lisa's on the mic? <laughs> 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 yeah, Tell Harry to go get a microphone and talk to Auntie Cheech. <laughs> Darth Vader. Mm. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Stop anyway, it. she. <laughs> <laughs> just call I am your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they're just drama with a kiwi porridge and wanting to not ha- <laughs> eat it in the high porridge. chair. They wanted it at her table, and then she eventually, I sort of like managed to discover that it's because she wanted to sit it. To, to eat it sitting on my knee and me feeding her like a baby. Um, I love you. I love you guys. We're working class girls. Working class. We came from nothing. And you've literally, within the first two sentences, talk about Uji breathing and kiwi porridge. <laughs> no, I'll tell you the reason we have 500 million kiwis in the house is because the gut stuff's doing a new partner partnership with a kiwi brand. All very exciting. I lugged 120 kiwis uh, from Hitchin to Shoreditch yesterday in a suitcase. Um, but very fun. So we've got a lot of kiwis in the house a lot so of kiwi I content thought, lovely yeah kiwi why content. not put some pop some kiwi in our porridge honeys mm. um you're coming up on friday are you looking forward to coming up to edinburgh i am really looking forward to it, actually i just yeah shoved loads of stuff in a box to send it up because obviously you have the logistics when you're bringing a toddler up that you can't carry everything suitcases yeah. and prams and stuff and um, so god knows what's in there look but it should arrive with you tomorrow or the next day Good. Well, I've seen the stuff that's coming up. That's good. Um, it's very 18th century. I've sent my belongings. I'll be with you a week later. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I know. It is a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it. it was only seven ninety nine. surprisingly. Quite cheap, I thought. Cheaper than putting a suitcase on EasyJet. I think I probably would have guessed it a bit about that. Seven ninety nine. I was expecting in the 20 quids. Yeah. Really? I thought, yeah. Mm. 30 quid even. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys uh, and ask your opinion about a thing that I've invented called Fongo, right? So, you know, there's FOMO, the fear of missing out. And Fongo is sort of similar, right? It's fear of not going out, which I know is sort of FOMO because mm. it's like, oh, if I don't go out, I'll miss out. But it, it, so it's sort of the same thing, actually, the more I say it. But Fongo is fun, more fun to say. I think it's just because in Edinburgh, right, everyone goes out a lot. Right. It's the thing. And also like Edinburgh time is different. Like if you go to like, you know, like I've had like two or three nights when I've come home at 11. Now, usually that you'd say that's a pretty good night out. But like in Edinburgh, that's like, oh, yeah, camp to my home early. It's like Vegas. It is. Mm, yeah. The festival that never sleeps. But I did go out the other night and I went, it was very sweet. Actually, I went out until three in the morning. Um, wow. I got very drunk in uh, Brooks Bar. And it was really good, hanging out with lots of comedians. It was really, really fun. Oh, convincing um, each other that you're having the best Edinburgh or worst Edinburgh ever, you know, just... Oh, well, this is... Your just get your reviews out and put them all on the table. Oh, and read them yeah, they come. <laughs> any more? Any more for any more? No, we didn't, actually. We just talked about... I talked to one girl about uh, the oh, Troubles. you talked to a girl? What? I did. Talked to a lovely girl about the Troubles. Yeah, we were doing really flirty chat about the Troubles in Belfast in the late 80s. But... 
So, uh, but I got in. I got in about half three in the morning, and uh, and in the morning, Alana had texted me, seeing that I'd been out since three uh, till three, and instead of being like, you know. Oh, I can't believe you stayed out so long. You were like, yay, go you. <laughs> which, I, I thought, which I thought was cute, but also made me think, God, I'm such a sad case that my wife has to encourage me to go out. And talk the about res. the Irish troubles on the res. I know, exactly. What a lad. Um, but it was very, very good. Uh, enjoyed that. But I do have this sort of fear of not going. I'm like, maybe I should be going out more. What do you think? No, it's shite. Going out no. is shite now. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I think in your 30s, no. No, no. I always think the the Edinburgh night out is like the point of diminishing return as well because like you have high hope, then it gets to one, then it gets to two, and then it gets to three, then it gets to four, then it gets to five a.m. and um and every night you think that you're going to miss it, but every night it's just the same people just talking about the mm. same thing. Yeah, I think that's right. So I think you're right. That's why I sort of think. You know what yeah, I think you... it is, and it's a sort of bleak realization, right? Is that what we feel? This fongo that you're feeling is more nostalgia of nights out in our twenties rather than actually mm. wanting to go a night out in your thirties. Yeah, and it's sad because we're never going to get it back. We're never going to get it back that we will go into a club till four or five in the morning and bloody enjoy it. We're not. Yeah, I think. And you're that's right. a stark realization. I mean, do you know when it was fun? Like if the person you fancied was out. I was going to say if you're single. Oh no, the person I fancied was there. <laughs> <laughs> How is the, um, I mean, you're having a very good Edinburgh, you're having a very good week. How has it been at the top of the roller coaster, honey? Yeah, exactly. Tell us. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're having a good roller coaster. We're yeah, having you a got, good. You got four thousand kiwis. Come on, <laughs> keep smiling. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's amazing. I was actually chatting to your mum's friend Mary last night. The um, legend and, that um, is. And she was saying, you know, you must be just so happy and so proud of yourself. And I, I really, it's a weird feeling, like because so much in this industry, you feel you're like trying to make stuff happen. Mm. Um, but for to be have a week where like my Edinburgh show couldn't be going any better. Added extra shows. Ne- the entire run is nearly sold out, apart from the last Saturday because of train strikes. Um, like I've added extra shows. Reviews have been great. Um, and then I knew I had this job about with, that I knew I was going to do since the fifth of June, where I'm going into Les Mis. Bearing one, I left musical theatre <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, so and then um, so announced to go into that as Tenardier. So to play a lead role in a West End is like an absolute dream. And like when it when the audition first came around, um, and I said to Alana, I was like, look, you have to understand that I am going to be out every night now. But not for one second did Alana say anything other than you've got to do this. This is like bucket list stuff. Um, so she then she didn't say that to me. And then, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> she won't be I, saying that to you, then. <laughs> I, I shall be pretend to be shocked. Um, but I um, I, and then to get it was just the best feeling mm. in the world. Um, and then the announcement is incredible. And then the trouble is, and I've actually got to do the fucking thing. I can't be asked. But it's <laughs> going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm really you'll excited. You'll be the and first person ever to go from Marius to Tenardi, right? Well, we, uh, some people from Cameron McIntosh's production seem to think that that's the case. They also seem to think I'm the youngest ever Tenardi. Yeah? Um, so we'll take all the I would say hands. that, yeah. I would, I would say that. I would, well, I mean, the Mac Twins would definitely say that and claim it as fact. Yeah. But um, I, I think I also loved on the Lamers Instagram, like, oh my God, he's so good looking. He can be master of my house. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> well, I tell, I'll tell you a funny story. So like on them, 
because you, they tagged me as a collaborator on the post. So they did the big post about new, and then they tagged me as a collaborator. So but, but that means you get all of the comments. So if people are looking on the lame is ta- um, post, they'll just comment on it. But I think it's coming in as uh, like directly to me. So because it was like an amazing day, the dopamine levels were through the roof. I was getting all these messages. And then someone had written, uh, I, I remember seeing you as Marius and thought you were the best Marius ever. Uh, and I've seen Michael Ball. And I replied to it saying, oh, that is so lovely. Because I thought, oh, my God, what a lovely thing to say. Bearing in mind, I was understudy Marius 13 years ago. Then I did my show, came out after the show and was looking at my phone again and realised that they hadn't written that to me. (laughs) They'd written it to the guy that has been cast as Marius called Will, who had played it on tour last year. Right. So she'd obviously seen him and said that. And then I've just replied to it going, oh, that's so lovely. (laughs) Like, that's when you know that you're you've got to rein your ego back <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, exactly oh my ego god check. how embarrassing um, but at least mm. i publicly uh took the piss out of myself on uh, on instagram about it uh but no it, being at the top of the roller coaster uh, amazing amazing other than the fact that my family aren't here until you guys are up here then it really will be completed but um it's great it's just brilliant when one of the three of us, like, I don't really have it with anyone else, obviously like with Peter a little bit, but um, <laughs> like feeling um, like it's sort of my, always good. my achievement as well. <laughs> like yeah, I was sort of riding the dopamine hit as well. Um, yeah. And I, we should probably discuss when Luke sings, I have like a very visceral reaction, right? <laughs> this is a big worry for me, is that you, you're so crying. I just cry. And Luke was in this play called Lift that was not an emotional play. It's about people being in a fucking lift, right? But I cried that whole show. <laughs> and I just don't I just don't deal with it well. Yeah, Lisa, I feel like maybe Luke's opening night, twenty fifth of September, you're gonna be what, a week before your due date? I'd probably not. I'd I wouldn't be. I'm gonna embarrass myself. I think you I might do with your water's labor. breaking from your eyes and your fanny. <laughs> so let's not have that. Imagine me stealing the show and giving birth in the theatre. Well, imagine the Max Wind stealing my thunder. Oh, I can't, can't imagine it. Can't imagine it. Um, so, yes, but Edinburgh's going very well. I'm very tired, actually. Oh, God. Um, oh, how God. do you feel about that, Alana? She's. Ujjayi breathing, honey. She's trying to Get the Ujjayi breathing out. <laughs> And I'm not saying compared to mothers, but compared to when Ari was born and how tired I felt when Ari was born. Just come, keep hold it in, dear. Um, because obviously, you know, I was still up, you know, helping out with the baby stuff and they're waking you up every two hours, all the rest of it. I know I wasn't feeding her from my breast. I did try. Um, <laughs> but I do... It, I, Edinburgh is the only... And I've chatted to another comic about this. And like Edinburgh is the only tired that can compare to that like newborn baby tired. It is exhausting. And um, you know, there's no other job like it where you have to compare yourself to everyone in your industry, do the show every day, walk 20,000 steps a day. It's bloody hard and tiring. And, um, the yeah, the, the, the adrenaline, the emotional mm. roller coaster, all of it. Yeah. So feel sorry for me. Clap for me at 8 o'clock every night, honey. Yes. <laughs> um, but, um, but how are you, Alana? How are you doing with the old solo parenting? I feel like you've actually been absolutely on top of it. A little wobble in the first couple of days. But other than that, you've been uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been good. We've, we're best pals, me and my girl. Mm, best friend. Yeah. It's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's been good living with your mum. She's gone now. Your mother. And, she's you know, off travelling around Australia. She's still with us, but she's gone to Australia. Uh, she's been very stressed the last couple of days. I had to have a little word with her to tell her to reframe her stress. <laughs> That's what I said to her. I bet that went just, down well. 
it actually it went down really well. Your mum has loved me living here. She has. She even said, um, like, because she said, because they were leaving at four in the morning. So, like, said goodbye to me last night. And uh, she went, she went, well, you know, thank you. It's been great. We've really bounced off each other. Oh, you are her favourite child. Yeah. And annoyingly, but I ran a bath this morning. I had to run my own bath. Um, and I'm going to have to do my own stuff. washing now. God um, forbid. I'm not eating well, though. Not eating well, guys. Mm. I, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were did all this meal prep and you were going to the gym I, did, and all I have been doing a bit of that. But the trouble is, like, your mum buys lots of chocolate. I like, she does like to have snacks. You've got to eat it if it's there, Something you? sweet. Something Lit- sweet. Literally, I, like yesterday morning, she went out to Morrison's to buy more for the holiday and came back and said... Um, I've left your donut out there if you fancied something sweet. I literally like something sweet. Came out of my room and went <laughs> and went back to bed. <laughs> um, yes. So um, first things first. I wanted to. We've talk not about asked this. how Lisa's. You haven't asked how Lisa's. He's so wrapped up in his bloody self. Look exactly. at him. Exactly. The ego's out of control. <laughs> I'd ask how Lisa was if I cared, but I don't. <laughs> and actually, you can shut your, your big trap because I asked how Lisa was last night. Yes, it wasn't on the podcast, but didn't I? I was asking how you were. Yeah. I'm always asking how you were. In fact, yeah. I would say I probably ask how you are more than Alana does. Is that right? Yes. Good. How are you, Lisa? Yeah, I'm all right. I, uh, I'm ready. Well, it's like I'm... I want the baby out because I'm really swollen and I'm not sleeping and my back hurts. Mm. But mm. I haven't seen the flat that I'm going to be having the baby in. There's a lot out about this. of house drama going on currently. And work-wise, there's just no way that I can slow down for the next three or four weeks. So my body is like... It's so funny because my body... Basically, there must be a chemical thing that gets released because I'm absolutely shattered and feeling like really woozy. So I think your body just is like, you should be watching box sets of Grey's Anatomy. Please stop. Mm. But I'm like trying to fight against like, oh my God, I've still got so much to do. Like today, this week, we have something on every single day, either filming or away for meetings or blah, blah, blah. Then Peter's away next week and the week after that. So yeah, it's all right. But it's just all about the, the, the house dramas as well is just... Been thinking, but I'm, just I'm stressed out you not knowing where you're going to be. You know, the whole thing is you're supposed to be nesting. I know. And you don't know where the nest is. I'm yeah. a bird not knowing where its nest <laughs> yeah. was. It'd be terrible. But even like, I just um, don't have anything either. Like, I don't have stuff like nappies or bottles or oh anything God. like that. So it's like he could come at any time and I would just have nothing ready. But yeah, but with all of that, everyone you would could get that stuff. Exactly. And everyone would just rally around. Exactly. You know, I'm not in a bed set. You know, everything is totally fine. It's not that it's just psychologically, I think it's just getting to me a bit now where I just Uh think everyone else would be on maternity leave by now, making their little nest, washing their clothes, blah, blah. I just don't have that and I'm not going to have that. So I just need to get over it. I know. Um, know. But yeah, the the building dramas have been quite something this week. And I'm really annoyed because stuff that's gone wrong is on my rooms, in the bathrooms. And Peter's just like, well, it's clearly you you know, my organisation and I'm just going to like swing for him. Oh my soon. God, I would swing for him. Um, because swing for him. it's not, it's like there's, uh, it, yeah. I sorted my shit out. Yeah, literally that's What's what What's your problem? Is. And being in this house and seeing how much the, the dog, like with cream carpets and things like that, it's just stressful. So that's all changing. And yeah, the, the, um, it's stressing me out. Yeah, there's just a lot going on. Ujjayi right breathing, okay. 
It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. But yeah, I'm just getting very swollen and irritable now. And also, I don't know if the listeners know, but like your baby is literally, can I say this? The due date? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that. I don't have to say the due date, but actually due the same day as Ari. So was it yeah. like, they could be two years apart. And I was chatting to your mum about this and she was like, oh, no one knows girls that that's exactly what will happen. They've always got a story to tell. <laughs> Did she? Did she? <laughs> Ashley's got a good theory. Okay. But I don't know if you're going to like this, Lisa. That he's going to come on this Ari's actual due date. That, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that his bear's going to come when Ari uh, was meant to be due. 17th of September, our yeah. wedding anniversary. It is our wedding anniversary. So, yeah, uh, so like... Ari would have been born on Bear's due date or the baby's due date. Oh my and, God, yes. And then, yeah, you know. Swaps. Absolutely, that is exactly We said happened. the name last week, so everyone knows. Oh, Baby yeah. Bear, um, Baby Bear. The, I think you're going to change it anyway, but anyway. I think you're going to see him and say. I don't think so. Well, the thing is, though, as well, if the 3D scans or anything to go by, I know we said Melty Candle, etc. but he does look like <laughs> Ari. He does. <laughs> Like he's, he's, like, Pete, um, honestly, Peter's face at that scan was just like, like he was basically oh sniggering. I was like, "That's your son," and he was just like, yeah. "It just was like it's so nut. Like it just doesn't look like a baby." My nephew. My it's yeah. going to hit Peter like it did with Luke when on the on at the birth. It just blew your mind, didn't it, Luke? Well, yes, but it, I think it blows everyone's. No, no new parent is like ready until it comes out. And it, I mean, I was literally. I think, I think women are like. I think. When they're growing inside you, I think you do. Mm-hmm. It's not as much of a yeah. Shock. I was saying to Peter, I was like, I'm just not ready to share him yet because he's just been mine mm-hmm. for so long, like my wee best pal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to keep him just with me a wee bit longer. I was actually on Go YouTube on. the night before how to change a nappy on the NHS website. I just think as well, you're just never going to, like, I'm not, I've not done any of the NCT things and all that. And I think actually the reason I've been avoiding it is like the maternity leave judgy chat from other people because they're just like, oh, yeah, you're not yeah. slowing down yet. You know, like even my other friends that are pregnant, I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't have that option currently. So, mm, mm. you know, don't, it's like the comparison thing. I just, I'm on my own journey, man. Also, you've got to deal with a little willy. Weeing. <laughs> Apparently. That I, is going to be a my nightmare. My sister-in-law was telling me you need to just put a flannel over the top of it. So oh right! So, a when, a fl- so when you're when you're changing it, you just oh, put a little enough. flannel over the top so that if you, the hose pipe goes everywhere, then <laughs> then it's yeah. controlled. Yeah, okay. we've got all this to come, guys. What fun! Oh my god! Yeah, good work. What fun! When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, I wanted to talk about a story um, that um, 
one of you found and sent us, which is a, a, a it was in the news. It's about a school in Inverclyde. And I don't really get the story, okay? But here's the story. There's 17 sets of twins who are going to start school in Inverclyde. I'll read a little bit of it out to give you some context. A Scottish local authority is preparing for a doubly special start to the new school year as 17 sets of twins begin primary one. The pupils will be welcomed next week to schools in Inverclyde, an area that has become locally, known locally as Twinverclyde. It's great <laughs> stuff. Only in 2015, when there are 19 sets of twins, have more pairs started the new primary term in the region. There have been 147 sets of twins since 2013, an average of 13 each year. The majority of the 2023 class gathered at St. Patrick's Primary School, Greenock, for a dress rehearsal ahead of their first day. And uh, the uh, the headmaster, Graham Brooks, uh, said excitement is definitely building for the start of the new term next week. And what better way to look forward to that than seeing the pupils here looking resplendent in their uniforms. It's also good fun for the parents too. And a handy dress rehearsal ahead of the real thing next Friday. Resplendent? My question is why? Why? What do you mean, why? Why, why are you this... getting all these twins? Also, are you recruiting them? Something in the water. This feels a bit creepy. If they started in 2013 and now there's more and more twins. Is um, that... Why? IVF. How's this happening? IVF, probably. Yeah, it'll be IVF, I think. And uh, Or be. if they've got... So, obviously, non-identical non-identical twins is genetic. Um, so, it could just be that they have, by chance... A, a gene um, pool that has lots non-identical. of... Not yeah. twin. But for me, like, as a twin, I'd hate that. Like, exactly. you're not that special. Yeah. Although, if you think of them in, as general, it's like all of them have got, like, a best friend with them from the start. I also watched the video and a lot of them are non-identical twins. Sorry. Ah, Sorry. they're <laughs> real twins. <laughs> Fuck off. That'll be what it is then. It's the gene, the gene yeah, pool. I'm not, to be, I'm not trying to be twin elitist here, but... Well, you are. <laughs> but a lot of them were not identical. They're not even a proper twins. <laughs> I feel sorry for the teachers. Yeah, the teachers are going to get a bit, they'll all be playing games and stuff like that. Like, but this is the thing, is that what about the little single woman children? They're going to feel inadequate if they've not got, come along no, with their pal. No, the tables will they'll turn. Feel they'll feel special. Yeah. yeah. They'll feel special. Finally. Unique. Well, a very sweet story. Um, twin Reclyde, that's a fun pun. Um, and I just like I just love that a Scottish headmaster has used the word resplendent when talking resplendent about uniforms. Do you want to uniforms? know my favourite news title ever? Go on. It's when Caledonian Thistle, is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. Beat Celtic. Yeah. And the headline was Super Cali Go Ballistic Celtic are atrocious. Oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> How good, good is that, eh? Well done. Someone at the Daily Records got a wee pat on their back oh and a pint of Guinness God. for that. I hope they got a pay rise for that. How do you, how do you remember that? I don't know. I just remember it as my favourite my favorite headline. You've not got a favourite headline, Lisa? Fantastic. What's the matter with you? I've no. got a favourite headline. Um, <laughs> Luke anyway, Kepner stars I, in Les That's mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's on stage? That's my headline. New Les Mis yeah, exactly. Dreamcasting <laughs> said one member on Twitter. Yeah. Um, okay. When he was talking Let's about have... something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so kind. Thank you. Oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw oh, your Marius, darling. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Your Marius was before that person was born. <laughs> Although, yeah, I know, I know. Although, my, your mum is... At, is convinced she saw me as Marius because I was the first I played it twice when I was in Edinburgh at the Playhouse whenever it was 13 years ago and I was understudying Gareth Gates 
And your mum said, oh, well, I didn't see Gareth Gates. And I'd have remembered that. So she must have seen me. Yeah. He's not going to come out and start going on up to the spirit in the sky, is he? Like he a, tried. I kind of gave you a tune. Well, I told Alana off last week for sending me million pound houses on Insta. It's continued, I'd like to tell everyone. Um, she sent me another one yesterday, uh, which was in the middle of the country, um, which was this unbelievable house and just wrote, fuck London, let's live here. So we're moving there, everyone. Um, if you've got <laughs> But then I said it could, just be, it, it could just be a holiday. It could just be a holiday. Yeah, he said it could be a holiday home. Great. Um, <laughs> So, but after telling me that on Insta, we asked you for your Asking the Universe stories, and you have written to us in your sixes. <laughs> um, but we have some responses and uh, that we got from our social listeners. Now, have you got these in front can of I just, you? Can I just, um, I did a bit of research, basically. Oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to pad out my argument a bit okay. for um, the universe, the secret. Um, so I looked at my favourite publication, Forbes magazine. You know, some people look at the Bible. Forbes, for me, is my Bible. Okay, so bear with me. This is slightly wrong, slightly long. Um, but the concept of the law of attraction is fundamentally an ancient concept embedded in universal laws. So it's a long come. It's not just a new, a new phase, a new fad. Okay, it asserts that our life is our own creation. We, as consciousness, have the ability to influence and create our life events. Anyway. Getting on to the science, quantum physics offers a probable explanation for the feasibility of this law. One of the founding fathers of quantum physics, Lisa, that's physics, you're interested in all that. Yes. And Nobel Prize winner Max Planck once said, as a man who has... Big Maxie. Max. Big Maxie boy. Oh, Plankers. Yeah. <laughs> Planky blog. As his, a man... Love his as stuff. A man, as a man who has devoted his whole life to the most clear-headed science, to the study of matter, I can tell you as a result of my research about the atoms this much. There is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force of which brings the particles of an atom to vibration and holds the most minute solar system of the atoms together. <laughs> we must assume this force, the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind, the mind is the matrix of all matter. Okay. That's all we've got time for this week, but thanks very much, guys, for listening. No, okay. So, listen, right? I'm not denying that atoms work. I'm just saying that putting a picture up of a million pound house on your wall doesn't make it happen. I don't care what Plankers has got to say. <laughs> I love it. it's like, you know, in his, uh, you know, one of the most uh, celebrated uh, scientists in the history of matter has uh, worked out and derided that uh, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> but I think there is good, something in, in intention. So if you put intention towards something, you know, you're likely to achieve it. And also the second prong of it is yes. like belief. Like Billy Connolly um, said something amazing and was just like, I always just knew that I was going to be all right. Like I yes. knew that I was going to be all right, yes. And that sort of like self belief of yeah, I know I'm going to be fine. I don't know, I'm, you know, that belief coupled with setting intentions of success, I think, is a formula for success. But I think that's right. I think that's right in that sort of I had an, I knew I was going to be all right because being all right could mean uh, look, we got my family, got my health, got two hundred quid a week coming in. So we can pay the bills, sit and watch Strictly on a Saturday. Happy days. Mm. Like, so, like being fine can can be anywhere. But like being lucky enough to make two million pounds to buy a, a dream house, like isn't just about 
intentions. I think that because you can have the best intentions, work incredibly hard and it's still not happen because it just didn't go your way. Yeah. And I actually find myself picking myself up for that because when everyone always says, usually in the context of Peter, blah, 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 you know, he's got X, Y and Z. And I say, oh, yeah, he works really hard. And I think that undermines people that work really hard, that have had a different set of circumstances. That have had a different leg up, set of circumstances, certain privileges that have allowed their hard work to materialise into other things or don't want those other things. And I actually completely agree with that because I've found I've tripped myself up by saying that before, that hard work does not necessarily equal success in that way because lots of people work hard and whatever you deem success to be is different. So And that's I the agree. thing is like you, you you can work incredibly hard and it not go your way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like and that's the thing of like, you know, you see what nurses and doctors do on a on a you know, you can't all be a, a you know, a, a private consultant earning mm. 200 grand a year you yeah. know but i think we're obviously talking about here um just naturally we're talking about the big things but actually a lot of people when they were writing in was just little things like parking spaces well some people wrote in some like you said there was some small things have you got these in front of you yes uh ray ray said taylor swift tickets <laughs> um, <laughs> i but, just don't get the hype on the tay tickets i'm sorry uh, yeah but i think it's come that at, thing come of like, at me but it, yeah, but but it's don't invite those fans. But I think but if you see people at the concert, something that much, they're going mental. Like they exactly. know they're going. I did two weeks of that in America, and they were these fans are. It's like gritty police drama, the one man musical. Yeah, you just people cannot go crazy get for a it. <laughs> you cannot get a ticket. <laughs> you just cannot get in. Um, so that was really nice. Uh, someone said I asked for a nice heart supporting husband. Um, on JTs, the good thing about Edinburgh though is you've got a sort of fifty-fifty chance. Most yeah, people are yeah, either exactly. hearts or heads. So she moved to Edinburgh to increase those chances. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there was lots of lovely ones about IVF, which I do think is you know having that positive attitude uh, is only going to help you in that situation. I've seen people go through it. I cannot imagine what it's like. So I'm mm. sure putting it out into the universe can really help and can help your relationship and can help uh, just the way you frame everything. Which can only be a good thing, and and your body is probably in a better state um, if you're in a positive attitude to um, you know for the for the baby to grow. Right? Am I a scientist? <laughs> is that do the I sound like a doctor? Physics. I th- there's a lot of ones about houses, like putting intentions of. But what I do think is mad sometimes when people do these mood boards. And they have pictures of like exact front doors and houses and stuff, and that comes off. Like that's pretty mad. Yeah, but see, I had a mood board, right? Because <laughs> I thought, all right, I'm going to do this. I had a mood board, and on it, I had the house that we now live in. So that did work. But I think I put stuff on that was sort of already in motion a bit. Because one of mm. the other things I put on it was Taskmaster. I still haven't been asked to do Taskmaster. But you are. The, this podcast is produced by the people that do produce Taskmaster. So we're one step closer, baby. Yeah, all right. I'll take that. I'm basically doing it. You're right in front of them. They still don't fucking want you. They still don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have put it more in the universe. Yeah, you're literally in the building. They still don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have put it in the universe. Okay, well, look, we've been chatting lots, but we need to, there's a couple more things we need to uh, 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 chuck in, okay? Because we need a quick for catch-up. Um, Alana, quickly, have you been making lots of bread? I've only done one plain loaf, I'm sorry. Stop with a boring plain loaf. I tell you, when I get back, oh, I tell you, you're going to be chucking tell ya. cheese and garlic's got to be going in there. Um, also, I didn't realise that your mum told me that Lisa's got a bread maker in the garage. 
that she begged for for the Christmas. I'm the OG. So and your dad, used, your dad used to use it. Yeah. It's been sitting there gathering dust. I could have been making bread for years. Well, gathering dust is a good segue into uh, one of our emails. Right. So we've had two emails. Right. We're still not quite up to the number 10, but we've got number six, and number seven. And this is about... Stuff gathering dust from one of our listeners. So uh, this email says, hello, uh, I'm getting in touch from the Recycle Your Electricals press office as we love shit. I married a twin and have been following the ongoing discussion around Alana's bread making avidly. And we couldn't resist getting in touch now that Luke has asked people what else they have gathering dust at home. We've recently conducted a survey that showed that the UK has 18.2 million fad tech kitchen items gathering dust in UK cupboards when they could be recycled and turned into life-saving equipment instead. In fact, the survey revealed that there are a whopping 1,414,808 bread makers gathering dust in UK cupboards. What? Whether it's the cast iron and aluminium found in electrical grills or stainless steel and metal found in juices, milk frothers and onion choppers, there are valuable materials in these products that could give millions of broken or unused items a whole new lease of life. For example, the 2.4 million blenders gathering dust could be recycled into 2.1 million defibrillators. Mm. Oh my God. Uh, we'd love your help in encouraging people to recycle their dusty electric electronics. All the info listeners need to get them started can be found via www.recycleyourelectricals.org. That's www.recycleyourelectricals.org. Happy to help with your questions if you have any. All the best, Josh. I mean, thank isn't you, that Josh. I love this so much. And defibrillator is a, a cause very close to Lisa and I heart because when Look. our dad had a heart attack, there wasn't a defibrillator around and he, he could have been saved. Yeah. So, um, well, they should be close yes. to people's hearts. That's the whole point of them. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, that's so, yes. Great. I mean, what a fantastic email. So if you want to get involved in that, look, we're going to stick it on our socials as well. Um, but what a brilliant thing. All that rubbish that is gathering dust, it could actually help yeah. people. And, and that's Polly's give you some work. space in your cupboard. That's Polly's this work. Is Polly. Polly is, you know, that's... It's Polly. Her. Making something positive out of a negative cat. Yes. Well, we've, well, we're going to get to positive Polly's very quickly, but we have one other email. Um, so we're not quite up to number 10. Um, but here is number seven. Uh, and it says, Hi all. I am really enjoying your podcast. It always brightens up my Friday morning, smiley face. Mm. I'm from Edinburgh, but do not know, do not know Alana and Lisa. I'm a bit older. I have loved Alana and Lisa for so long. And now I've been introduced to Luke too, which means I can now go and see his show this year. Also, he is very easy on the eye. Oh, that's... That's right. That's not. She right of it. She right of it. Uh, my emails have to be read out verbatim. All right. All right. I just uh, listen. Hey, don't get the truth in front of a good story, honey. Uh, my nine-year-old daughter had such an amazing positive poly this week. We love it when the kids have positive pollies. Uh, she said we've been up north and climbed a double Munro uh, Ooh, earlier this hard. week. What is a Munro? It's a it's a, a mountain. Oh, I've heard of a Marilyn Monroe, but not of this Monroe. Uh, we thought we could see the second peak, but as we got to the top, we realised it was not the peak. And by this point, we were exhausted. And my nine-year-old said, 
This is brilliant. We get to spend even longer climbing all together. Smiley face. We made it. To, I'm gonna cry. We made it to the top of the second Munro and had a great day. Keep up the good chat, guys. I love it, Nicola. And then she has done the greatest PS of all time. Uh, she says, "P.S. If I'm the tenth email, I really don't want the book uh, <laughs> to gather dust in my house. So just pretend I'm the ninth and give it to the next emailer." <laughs> yes, hen. Do you know what? I just want to send it to you to annoy you now. Yeah. Um, find a positive poly about that, gathering dust. Uh, no, so so close. We're only three emails away from someone winning that piece of shit book um, that is worth $40, RRP. Um, so, well, that is lovely. I love it when the kids have their positive polys. They're so yeah. pure, aren't they? Yeah. Isn't that just gorgeous? Um, well, have you got any positive polys this week? I know we're running out of time. I'm sorry. I've got loads, but let, let's just pick a couple. Um, let me go to our positive poly. Um, Lisa, yeah. Lisa found an Instagram that basically is a positive poly <laughs> in an Instagram. Oh, yes. Yeah. I took a picture of it. Do you want to read some of it out? Yeah. There's some examples. I mean, some of them are a bit like, mm, come on, Polly, you're clutching at straws. I want to play the music along with it. One. This is such wanky music. One. Early wake-ups equals a baby to love. Two, a house to clean equals a safe place to live. Three, laundry to do equals clothes to wear. Four, dirty dishes equals food to eat. You can't eat the plates, so that's bollocks. Grocery shopping to do equals money to use. When does anyone need money? Right, okay, this, one's a, this one is when we know Polly's taking it just too fucking far now. <laughs> Two, seven, toilets to clean equal indoor plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> How bad are your toilets? <laughs> Come on, hon. That's amazing. I want more of these. Please, people, find yeah. more of those Instagrams because yeah. they have such wank music and they're all bollocks. <laughs> but thank you for that, Lisa. That has cheered me up. Um, we've had quite a few pollies um, from us. Uh, I've... I've got one here. I hate being away from Ari, but we have the technology available so I can talk to her every single morning and it fills up my cup. Wow. That's quite nice, isn't it? Um, you got one, Alana? Yeah. Put a, well, I, I messaged you, Lisa, today with Ari. Well, it's a video of her having a tantrum just saying, any advice, Polly? I am. Um... Will... <laughs> no, no, baby. Oh, it's actually hurting my ears. Um, yeah. I had one um, where the when I was having my bathroom drama, she was like, there is one shop that you could go to to check if they have these tile things. And I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, I was going to my friend's house for brunch on Saturday because she has had a wee new baby boy. And um, the shop I would never usually go to is in Acton Town, which is right next to her house. And I would never oh usually go to there. So thank you, Polly. That is also the universe. It is yeah. also the universe. What a brilliant segue there. Yeah. Um, I've got one more. Polly said it's good that I keep waking up at this time because I'm waking up very Because it means uh, when Ari gets here on Friday, my body clock will still be ready to wake up with her. Here, here, honeys. Mm. And I tell you what's going to happen. She's going to wake up and I'm going to be like, oh, I'm really tired. I don't want to get up. Um... 
That's it. Wrap it up, honeys. Wrap it up before you slap it up. Um, guys, um, it has been so lovely to catch up with you um, and lucky uh, for you guys to get to talk to West End star for a good 50 minutes. <laughs> I, was um, say, I was just supposed to say, have a good week, keep that ego in check, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> no chance, honeys. Um, it has been uh, so lovely, uh, really nice. If you want to email us, well, first of all, follow the podcast, leave a review. Um, I only accept five stars. Um, and I will put it on the poster and um, and you can email us shit I married a twin at gmail.com uh, and you could be the 10th emailer oh my god and then once we have the 10th emailer we'll give a prize for the 20th emailer we'll find some other toot on our wall um, remember please, you can please 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 donate all your goods Yes, to, to www.recycleourelectrics.org no recycleourelectricals.org Recycle your. Oh my Brilliant. god, guys! Good. Three times. We've had one thing to read out this whole time in the podcast, and nobody's got it right. Recycleyourelectricals.org, um, and that's it for our little positive pollies. Um, we've had a lovely week. I will speak to you. I will see Alana and baby on Friday. Lisa, keep living the good life, honeys, and uh, I will see you all next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Peter and I started signing off our emails to each other like Addy. Bye-bye. Bye, boy, boy. Bye, boy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.